Welcome, one and all, to the Unrelated Filler, episode 6. Yeah, joining me today are my beautiful and gorgeous hosts, Juan and Mike. Yeah, you both deserve it. And in today's episode, we're going to discuss the anime Karas. Karen. Karen. But before we get into that... (laughs) If you've never heard an unrelated filler, it has nothing to do with the flagship show. It's just, uh, you know, exactly what it is. It's an unrelated thing where we just watch something and talk about it. And uh, just, you know, do the same shtick. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really released at a regular time. It's just kind of whenever we want it to be. Uh, But it'll usually be between the actual stuff that we're listening to. Or not listen to that we're watching. Yeah, and news. And news from time to time. And speaking of that news, um, I had previously showed these two guys a little tidbit of red ash, but it looks like that they didn't know what it was, which is mm-hmm. which is fine and dandy. But uh, since that tells me that a lot of people might not know what the fuck red ash is. But you guys remember Mighty Number no. Nine, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, right after Mighty Number no. Nine got funded, I want to say about a month or a few weeks, KJ and Afuna put up another Kickstarter, and he was like, "Hey guys, I want another game, <laughs> and I want to call it Red Ash, and it's gonna be about this kid, and he's gonna go on adventures and blah 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 blah." And then he put up another Kickstarter, and he was like, hey, guys, I want to make an anime about this one. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, the the Kickstarter for the game failed miserably from, from what I saw and what I was told. And it got a pretty bad, you know, reception, because he just finished getting everyone's money for Mighty Number no. 9. And the game wasn't even out, especially whenever this thing came up. But um, for some reason, the anime got funded. I guess people were into it. And I didn't know it was going to be CG. I was, I was pretty sure that it was going to be like an animated thing. But after... I was kind of interested in it and thought that it was a better concept than uh, what I was reading from, from Mighty Number no. 9. I mean, Mighty Number no. 9 pretty much tanked upon release. Yeah. Now I expect nothing but the same for this anime. Because <laughs> it's from the same guy. It's from the same guy. <laughs> but it's being uh, animated by Studio 4C. Which I've is... heard of those guys. Yeah. They're, they're a name. They are a name. And the animation looks okay when it's still. And then when it moves, it's a bit choppy. Yeah. But, you know, what, what do you expect from, from CG? It all can't be got us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Karas. And, <laughs> and Mike, you love No Game No Life. Yeah, it was it's fucking great, dude. My wife is Shiro. Have you heard about that uh No Game No Life Zero? Yes, the movie that uh it's like a it's technically a prequel. Yeah. The funny thing about it is it's based off of one of the volumes of the light novel. Mm-hmm. I think it's like way up ahead but like they chose to animate it because they don't have to make another season they can just take this movie and it'll be fine because they don't have to really like expand upon it and they can just throw it in there 
to just be like, all right, we can do whatever we want, and it won't really affect anything. Yeah, I mean, it'll all it'll do is expand upon the actual anime series itself there. And it's cool because, like, I'd heard about it for, like, a good while already. And then I kind of wondered, like, hey, whatever happened to that? And then one day they're like, oh, it's coming out. I was like, oh, shit, cool. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really have a release date. It just says 2017. But um, there's well, going to be an event like... later on this month, on March 26th, where they're going to release more video for it. And uh-huh. where I'm assuming they're going to be like, hey, it's going to come out this time. Well, that's cool. I look forward to more um, merchandise. Yeah. You love merchandise. I love merchandise. Much like Gundam. Gundam is a lot of people's favorite merchandise. And uh, oh, yes. that being said, you've seen the gigantic um, life-size Gundam that they have in Japan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's coming down. What? And they're Why? getting rid of it. To make way for another Gundam. My God. A life-size Gundam of uh, from Gundam Unicorn. I knew it. I knew it was gonna <laughs> like when you're like they're taking it. I was like, I bet you it's fucking Unicorn. Yeah, and here it is. Yeah, I've heard good things from Unicorn, but nobody. Unicorn's pretty good. It's just I I just knew it was gonna be fucking Unicorn. Hmm. You you wish it were Iron Blooded Orphans. I mean, I don't really care. It's just I mean, I was like, kind of Unicorn. <laughs> I haven't watched either, so I have no opinion. But uh, you know, I I like my old school Gundam. And ah, dude, they should have made it Tequila Gundam. A Tequila Gundam. Tequila Gundam from G Gundam. He was a uh, uh, he was the representative of Mexico. <laughs> it was Tequila Gundam. You you hear it and you'd be like, oh, you're making shit up, but nah, it was Tequila Gundam. He had a sombrero <laughs> and cactus hands and uh, Gatling gun fingers. <laughs> What the fuck? And along with this takedown and resurrection of the Gundam, uh, Bandai announced that um, the Gundam Front Tokyo Amusement Park is closing at a city in Tokyo, or like a little mall in Tokyo. And it's being brought back up as the biggest um, Gundam model center ever. My huh. God. My. What is it? What is it? Just like a big shop, then? Yeah. Uh, here, I'll, I'll send you guys. <laughs> I'll send you guys a link to the article, so you can see some pictures of like the shop, and it just looks. It's just a bunch of fucking shelves with a shitload of boxes in it. That's pretty sad. Yeah. Mm, God. But I mean, know. given given the chance to go to Japan and stuff, I really wouldn't want to go to a theme park though. Because from what I hear all the time is that, like, if you want to go to any theme park in Japan, you're going to be in line for, like, forever for anything. Yeah. I think that goes for most most theme parks, though. Yeah, most theme parks. But I just hear it's, like, really it's fucking packed over Because there. they, they just yeah. have all the time in the world to send in line in Japan. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you take the day off from work and you just go to the theme park. All those holidays. All those holidays. I mean, it would have been kind of neat to go to um, Disneyland to go through those. Oh, you mean nah, Japanese the, Disneyland? to Disneyland? Yeah, when they had those anime rides, like the Eva and like the other stuff that they had. Yeah. But I heard that the lines were so ridiculous for that. People eventually gave up after waiting for like a day. <laughs> oh God, I would have like, given up after waiting for like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> like two or three hours. I would have been like, At you know what? Maybe. Let's go get pizza. Or we can go watch the new reboot of uh, DuckTales. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which is being I relaunched mean, by Disney XD. I'll probably give it a shot. You know, that's really weird because of the fact that um the at Ushikan when that lady that thing guy that was um bringing up the uh like all the comics and stuff and how they yeah. said that there was like a renewed interest in in, in Scrooge McDuck's yeah. So, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, um it all works together. I think the art style is okay. My only problem was um with the kid ducks voices and right, uh, the shape of their heads. One. But, I don't mind the heads, but the voices are far too like mature. They sound like fully grown adults, and I'm like, that's kind of weird. It's well, kids nowadays are hitting puberty early. Well, shit, dude, they need to stop ass. drinking the milk, dude. <laughs> dude, those those damn school lunches filled with hormones, giving giving twelve year old girls fucking triple triple E cups and shit. Like it doesn't. I mean, you should that should be happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's just the way the world works, Mike. This is how it's always yeah. been. You just didn't notice. I just yeah. didn't you notice. Just didn't notice. Okay. Now you're oh, the, now that you're an old man. You're like my god. I've had a beard since I was ten. I've had a beard since I was uh born. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I just wanted to go over like this this one article that I stumbled onto at a cartoon brew that I thought was kind of funny. Um, that I've known about for a little bit, but they do it every year because they're just like, yeah. Um, they they bring up a a thing that what was it the Hollywood Reporter does, where it re- mm-hmm. where it um interviews people that vote on movies for the Oscars, and uh, they call it what was it like brutally honest Oscar interviews or something like that. Mm-hmm. You can't exactly remember. But they go through, but this website goes through and looks for the animation thing where uh, people tell them, like, hey, why'd you vote for this? And a lot of them are just like, oh, I don't fucking watch that fucking shit. I got to watch real movies. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like when when they go over, like, uh, I've always heard that, like, when uh, for the Oscars and for the Emmys and stuff like that. When it comes to the animation um, category, like more often than not, they just pick what's either popular or whatever their kids enjoyed. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I thought I thought this particular one was pretty funny when they they interviewed a producer that votes in the Oscars on animated features, on the animated features that he voted for, and he was like, "I'm not big on animation or animators." I know a girl who has sex with animators. She works over at Disney. In any event, <laughs> my least favorite was Moana. Just typical <laughs> Disney fare. I really, really like Kubo and the Two Strings. My life as a zucchini in Zootopia. But I love the Red Turtle. It was so simple and it spoke about life. And it looked at and it looked like a watercolor color painting to me. Plus, I have a fetish for turtles. I've just <laughs> written a project about turtles. So, and he voted for the red turtle. You know what? I'd like to tell him this dude's a piece of shit and other things. But given the chance, I'd be like, I, you know, I'd let my dick do the voting. <laughs> yeah, most probably. Why not, right? I'd be like, they, you know, the story was awful, but they had some nice looking characters. I'd go for that one. <laughs> but it is, it is a shame that Kubo and the Two Strings didn't actually get voted anything. Because that... that like the animation alone was beautiful. Like mm. it, they did so well with it. I want to watch it. I haven't yeah. actually seen it. 
the story has a few pacing problems and some other you know things here and there but it it like animation wise visually it looks great and wasn't it i heard that there were some parts that it looked like it was done in cg but they showed like a a behind the scenes thing and it was all actually just made by stop motion and they just did some amazing bullshit yeah, like there was some some uh, some monsters and stuff like that that came out in it where you're just like, there's no fucking way that this was done, like that they made these props and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, they they did everything and like yeah, like you'd see it and you'd be like, this is CG or this is just like they did something else with it. But no, they 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 did it. Yeah, <clears throat> I heard about that. That's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I wish I were that amazing, but. I guess let's get into it. So, mm-hmm. Got Us was an anime that was that was released in OVA format. Um, apparently, from what I've read, it in Japan it was released in a kind of like pay per view anime um, yes. channel, mm-hmm. and they were just like, "Yeah, we're gonna release uh, one episode at a time," and they did so from two thousand five to two thousand seven. Um, it was released as a commemoration for Tatsunoko Productions' 40th anniversary, which I thought was pretty cool. And I didn't, I didn't actually know it was an original work. I thought it was. I, I, I thought to myself, this has to be something. Yeah, but is that why you asked me that last night? If, I asked, like it was based on a screenplay or something. I was, I was asking everybody because I was like, I feel like I've seen this somewhere else before. And I was watching it with a group of friends, and I asked my friend uh, Gabriel and Chester, like, "Hey, is this uh is this based on a live action thing, or is this a live action thing?" And everybody would always tell me, "Huh, I don't know." <laughs> to be honest with you, and I was like, "Huh." Yeah, even yeah. I said that. I was like, yeah. I, "I genuinely," but no, it's it's completely. This was like a, a thing going yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching. I don't. I don't remember where I watched it, but I remember watching like one episode of this and i was it was pretty interesting and then i i went out of my way to finish all of it as a teenager i saw an amv that had it in there and i was like whoa what the fuck is that and uh then i ended up finding the source and then i watched it from there the thing is at the time that i looked at it it wasn't complete yet Uh so i ended up only watching ovas one through four and I didn't know. And then, like, years later, I watched it again. Because I've seen this this series, like, three or four times. Yeah. And the second time I watched it, I kept going. And I was like, I don't remember any of this other stuff happening, like, on the last two OVAs. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember this being that long or having this shit on there. So, yeah. And then later on, I just watched it again and again. Because it's, it's, it's a very visually stunning. It's it fucking beautiful and it's it so holds beautiful. up so fucking well it does like it if does. you watch the if, if they were to release this or like if you were to say this was released like a year ago i'd believe you like Shit. if i didn't know previously if yeah. you were to tell me this was released this year i would have been like man it looks so much better than a lot of the cg shit that's been coming out recently yeah like there like, was a lot of heart and an effort put into yeah. the show it, it looks it's so beautiful yeah i heard that they went even went out of the way to like do frame by frame touch-ups and stuff yeah, yeah like um apparently the the original reason that they went with 3d was to save money but 
then um i forgot who it was it was either the director or the producer or whoever saw it and he saw like how janky it was and he told him no no we're gonna do this we're gonna make this look good i want you guys to go in and animate the fucking light hand by hand because i like i don't like how shitty it looks and i want you guys to animate this 3d better and it ended <laughs> up costing them like two or three times more than it would have originally yeah they also the reason um they went with uh with the style that they did because uh, they use cg but yeah. they used a different method like a more uh mechanical method where they had more help from uh like the computer itself to actually like generate certain things um yeah. they did that to prove a point and uh like like this the whole style of this was to prove a point it was to yeah. show that their style was more um efficient and it looked better than what most japanese industries were using at that point in time and boy did they and boy, did they prove a point. <laughs> and the first time that I'd seen Karas at all was at a, on a shelf on a Hollywood video here in Del Rio whenever I would just go to the back to the anime section. And I'd be like, that guy looks pretty cool. But then I would end up renting Slayers or Initial <laughs> D or, you know, just something else instead. Um, but I always wanted to get it. But I was always like, but what if it, what if it just looks cool? And, uh, and boy does it boy does it does <laughs> <laughs> oh man the designs are awesome yeah like the the suits the monsters like everything about this show is fucking beautiful yeah monster of the weeks and yeah. the, like my favorite thing is the fluidity of like the motions of like even from cg and 2d like yeah. everyone moves so like it, it's borderline rotoscope but it's not rotoscope yeah, and yeah. the transitions, whenever they do make that transition from 2D to 3D, it's just so nice. Like, it, it's not, they don't, it doesn't just jump out at you. It just molds and, you know, fits in together so perfectly. Yeah. yeah. The fights were also really well done. Like, the, chore the choreography that they used for, mm -hmm. like, Karis's, um battles and, like, the other people that were humanoid shaped. Like, it looked mm. really good. Like, they, they did that. And an another interesting fact about that is that, um, it was very rare at that point in time to use um, actual choreography, like, you know, people using the pose ball things on their body to, like, mm. um, uh, to mimic that on a CG thing. Um, it was really rare at that time, and they thought it would help, like, set their series apart from, like, everything else at the time. Hmm. No. Apparently, uh, they had two diff or not really two different kind of plots, but they had a different kind of plot in mind when they were doing this. That was originally supposed to be a horror theme plot, based on like an earlier work from the '60s or something like that, where Kados would have to go and collect the body parts of his murdered like lover, girlfriend, yeah. or something, then put them together and make a katana and use that katana to kill the bad guy. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, that's cool," but uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool, but that's like way left. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's like they completely abandoned that for how it actually <laughs> was in the series. Yeah, and then uh, they wanted it. Then the second plot was what this came out to be, except that um, the you know that cool hippie guy and the detective were supposed to be a bigger part of it. Hmm. Which, yeah, cause yeah, they had no presence. They had they had a presence to where I was like, this guy looks cool, and hey, look a detective, but then nothing else after that. I feel like, <laughs> and, um, a generic detective, and then the other guy. detective with the cowboy hat. Detective yeah. with the cowboy hat. 
And then, like you brought up, I think they maybe left that out so they can um, try and make a series out of this or something. You see, I feel like that. Like I like the the entire show and like towards the end and the fact that it showed like the different choruses. I felt like they were really baiting for like, come on, pick us up, like yeah. come on, <laughs> and you know it would have been really fucking cool because like like. They went out of their way to show like a bunch of other Karas designs. Like it wasn't because there was two Karas's that fought the bad yeah. guy, the good guy, and then there was a third, which was a girl that was like because each Karas has like a motif. The main characters is a crow. The girl that shows up was a phoenix, and then the dude that he was fighting was a dragon. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and then like um, towards the end, it like all the other Karas's are just watching all of them fight. Yeah. And so it shows them there, and each one of them has, like, an individual design. And, like, I kept feeling like, man, they're really trying to be like, come on, look at all, look at all look of at the characters we got. Look at all of the stories that we could make with all these characters. Don't, wouldn't you want that? <laughs> look at all the Power Rangers. Look at all the Power Rangers. Look at all the toy cells that we can make. <laughs> um, but I guess I'll, I'll read the synopsis, because... um. Yeah, just because. Synop- yeah. yeah. This, so the synopsis is, unbeknownst to humans, demons from an overlapping dimension walk amongst them in the streets of Tokyo. The balance between the worlds is kept by the crow guardian, Karas, and Yurine, her uh, keeper. Yeah. It's, it's master. Oh, it, it, it says so right after that. It's master <laughs> and voice of the of living city. However, the time of harmony nears the end as, you know, the bad guy is being bad. Seeking to purge humanity for its evils, he terrorizes the city with the, his minions that feast on human blood. The ultimate battle between good and evil awaits. Can Yurine and her newly in- initiated Karas prevail against Lord Echo and protect their city against his monstrous horde? Which is kind of weird because um, reading that synopsis, you think that that would happen right away. Nope. But it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first few episodes are spent just like establishing the new Karas and like him getting used to. Or not even getting used to it. He kinda, he's he's just, kind of like, like they just throw you in and like he's already been yeah. Karas for a while. Yeah. And he's kind of just like going around killing. It, yeah, because like story wise, oh man, I forgot how confusing it was like the first yeah it yeah. took a good while to actually get to and they so, don't tell you anything they don't for tell the, you like shit for three for like the first three ovas they don't tell you shit <laughs> so like you're, you're like sitting there like okay i gotta pick up some context clues and none of them fucking matter you're just like what the fuck is happening yeah like in the beginning the, they're fighting and then they're not fighting and then the guy's like who am i and they're like let's go Karas. and he's yeah. like okay and you're like who the fuck is karas and then fucking ova4 happens and it's his body laying there and you're like what the fuck is happening and they're like oh that's karas's true body what the fuck is a true body and like they don't tell you shit like, and then the next thing is the dude like and you think it's a flashback for his past but it's not yeah. and he's actually murdering people in real time and you're like i don't understand what's happening man my my favorite part about watching this with um Mike and Mark being in there is that right before like the explanation started happening, Mark took off because he was like, "I don't know what's going on. They're not explaining anything. I'm just gonna take <laughs> off." <laughs> and then as soon as he left, they started the next episode, 
and they explained everything and I was like, oh god, this is the best. <laughs> and then in between that, like I would ask questions and uh Mike or Mike or Gabriel would like confirm them because I was um inebriated slightly. But still not inebriated enough to not follow. Uh I was just asking to reaffirm because I was like, well I don't wanna you know, not remember. So I'm I'll just ask to be sure. But there were like one or two times <laughs> when Mike would explain something because I think he, I think he either forgot or he thought that they had already explained it, or he either forgot that they explained it in the anime and thought he read it somewhere else, or I think he thought that they had already, they already explained it but we missed it. But both like that happened twice to where he explained everything, and then like right after he explained it, they started explaining it in the show. <laughs> Yeah, I had some bad timing. That <laughs> uh, was pretty great. Like when they explain um, Karas's, uh, his past. you know, yeah, the past when it's not actually a flashback. Well, some of it was, but yeah. like yeah, they don't actually tell you when it transitions back to the present and you're kind of like thrown off. But um, yeah. yeah, like my, yeah. Michael's telling me everything about that, about um, him being an incest baby and his brother being his dad and all this and all that. And then I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, Mike, if they, uh, or no, I didn't say that this time. I was just like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then right after that, he was like, brother. And then Kados <laughs> was like, father. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, well, I guess there's this. <laughs> yeah, because like I could have sworn we had passed it at that point because we were all talking over parts of it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I think we passed it. So let me explain this to you. I was like, as it turns out, um, his brother is actually his dad because his uh, brother fucked his mom, who was also his mom. So, yeah. And uh, then he was like, oh, okay. And then, like, he just looked at me and he's like, you know, if, if, they, if they start explaining this, like, in a little bit afterwards, fuck you. And then, like, <laughs> not even, like, a minute later, like, he's just standing in front of his brother and he's like, brother? And he's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> it was the best. I yeah. I have to say that this, I feel like this is one of those anime where you can uh, at least for the first four episodes, like I had a group of friends here. I didn't expect them all to show up. I thought it was just gonna be myself, Mike, Mark, and uh, Gabriel. But then Gabriel ended up bringing his roommates, and then like my other friend decided to show up, who's also named Mark, and there were like six or seven people inside the room all watching Kairos at the same time. But mm-hmm. we're all having a conversation, and I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm missing everything. But it turns out I missed nothing, at least for the first four, for the first three and a half parts of the Yeah, you didn't, the there series. was nothing, nothing we missed. Yeah. But there was a bunch of cool shit going on, and I was like, I mean, man. it's really cool because, like, the show's strong point is that it focuses a lot on the action and showing off just how well the animation is. Yeah. And it does a really good job of showing itself off. Cause like you see it and within the first five seconds, they're having this fucking ninja battle where yeah. Echo's using like hand signs and shit. And he's fighting a, the previous Kadas or one of the previous goddesses. If And they don't really explain, explain that. Like if he was the one that came before the current one or if he was from another city, because all the Kadases are in control of different districts yeah. within Japan. Yeah. Um, a Kadas represents a certain district and other Kadases are not supposed to interfere within that area. So I'm assuming this dude like became the new Kadas and like he took over the area and then he just got fucked over by Echo, who is like the previous, the, the, like one of the original Kadases. 
And like, yeah. you have no idea what's happening in the fight. Like you just see nope. this regular car is flying around in his jet and you're like, oh, that's cool. He's a jet. He's a and then he gets, jet. <laughs> and then he gets chased down by this bigger Karas in his and turned into a jet too. And you're like, what the fuck? This is a dog fight or something. And then he transforms back into like their armored modes and then they're just fighting with their swords. And the guy's like, oh, well, let me use my fucking hand sign jutsu to make two swords. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. And like, it's just this like really amazing looking battle. But you have no idea what's happening. Not um, one of uh, our my Gabriel's roommates was watching the movie with us, and you know he's he's into anime. He watches uh, a bunch of shonen stuff. Um, but he like he kept paying attention. We kept having our conversation, and he was paying attention the entire time. I kept looking at him. And then after the first episode, he just looks at us and he's like, "Dude, I have no idea what the fuck is going on." <laughs> Like, the show is really bad with telling you anything. Like, yeah. I think they, they were just so focused on showing it off that they were like, I will get to the story later. Don't worry about it, dude. <laughs> I, um, you know how this was released in, like, um, in America, it was released in two, like, movie-ish formats. Yeah. yeah. Where it was split between one through three and then, uh, three through six. You know, four through six. Four through six. I feel like if I watched the second, like, four through six... I would have enjoyed it more because that's when like a lot of uh, the shit goes down. Yeah, a lot of the shit goes like a lot of the the story, like a lot of what's going on is explained. To where watching one through three, I was like, "This all looks pretty cool and it's all fun, but what the fuck is going on? Why is <laughs> yeah. why is the snail girl here? Why is Hachikuji here?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I didn't mind that much. I I enjoyed like the fighting and like I I just took it for like all right, you know, it's just it's just mindless fighting. It looks really good and stuff. Um, but yeah, the story was really weak. The pacing was fucking terrible. Yeah, uh, like. I understand that it's like, oh, it's because, you know, we released this one through six. But that just leads me to believe that the viewers of Japan were even more confused than we were because they had to <laughs> they fucking had to wait, wait like two years to get the they entire had to thing. wait two years to understand what the fuck was happening. So I understand that it was probably a lot more frustrating for them than it was us because we can go sequentially and end the suffering sooner. <laughs> So yeah, but like by no means was it boring before then. Like no, I enjoyed it, it wasn't because really it wasn't boring at all. Per se. Yeah, just... it was it was action packed. It just it had you had no idea. It was so confusing. Was, like was I didn't know what was happening. Like they kept talking. Like you were supposed to understand. Like be like, all right, let's go. You can and then she would start fucking counting down, and I'm like, I why is she counting? <laughs> and then later on, I, I think one of the questions that he asked me actually was like, do they ever like, explain why she needs to count? And I was like, no, they don't. But she just was, counts for the fuck of it. Supposedly, it's like a Shinto prayer, but I don't know how how truthful that is. Well, the thing is, whenever at the end, when he uh, when he creates a Yukine from his own body, he doesn't need a count anymore. So it doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah. Because yeah. because he's when he's reborn as a like a new Kadas or whatever he actually gets his new aura he's at a color now instead of just gray yeah. and he doesn't do the countdown he just pulls the sword out because it's not the city's Yukine anymore it's his. All right, so I guess let's get into the uh, in quote story, and <laughs> you, yes. you guys can feel free to jump in whenever because you guys have watched this uh, more than I have, and me being like. I feel like this is something where if you watch it a second or third time, you can understand it a lot more because you're you're already going in like 
knowing the stuff that you know. No, dear God, I was so confused last time. <laughs> I was no, like, like any of this. Yeah, like I've seen it multiple times, so like it just takes me a little bit, and then I'll just like look at it like, oh, okay, well, I kind of understand why this happens more like in the first few episodes and stuff like that. But by no means is it not confusing. Like even like even if you paid attention as much as you could, yeah. it's still gonna be confusing as fuck. All right. Like when you're first time going in, you're just it's it's unavoidable. So we've already explained that there's a Karas and yes. that there's a Karas for every district and there are multiple ones and blah, blah, blah. And um, so I guess it just starts off with uh, a fight and we'll just skip through most of that and just get to the part where um, fucking cool kid hippie pants uh, Nue is a character that you see. Like sleeping on the top of a bus, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. fucking cool, man." And you're like, "Damn, that guy's fucking cool, dude." Yeah. And uh, they just kind of show him from time to time fighting, and then Kara shows up and finishes a fight for him. But it feels like there's some tension between them, and you know, stuff's going down. But um, he uh, he turns out to be a so they're yokai in this world. And those yokai are being transformed into these mechanical monsters that can hide themselves in human form that Mm -hmm. are going out and killing people uh, because people are bad. Right? People are bad. Yeah. Wait, who wants to kill? uh, Echo? Uh, The the yokai that are turned into Karas and into the mechanical shit. Oh yeah, like the reason they go for it, like they they want to they they're, they they're drink being human forced blood, to. like not necessarily forced. They were convinced, like yeah. by by Echo, because Echo's like, hey, uh, fuck humans, you want to live, you know, on in the Earth area and, and stuff, and they're like, yeah, dude, we'd love to live in the Earth area, and so he's <laughs> like, all right, we well, got to become robots, <laughs> <laughs> and Echo is the big bad. He is the uh, the bad guy, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 He is. He's a guy with the, with the silver hair, whose voice was. Um, I want to mention the dub later, but um. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a big bad, um, and these and this guy Nua, you know, hippie pants McGee, is a uh, is one of those like mechanical guys. Except he tr- he tries to stay in his human form as much as he can. And it turns out that he's trying to look for his brother, yeah. who is being used to create these mechanical yokai that go and kill people. And I think he, he was uh, kidnapped and was forced to do this by some... Do they ever explain like how they make them, or is it just like... How they make who? How they the make the mechanical ones? Yeah. It's like a machine, and but uh, what does what does his brother do in that yeah. machine? He's a battery. Nikura. Okay, his brothers. Well, they're all like every all the mechanical yokai, the demons. Yeah. that's what they are. The monsters. They're they're called mikura. Whenever they come out, yeah. Like, so whenever they're robotic and shit, they're they're mikuras. All right. So what he did was he convinced the two brothers, um, like, hey, yeah, uh, you know, be my right hand men or whatever. And the reason he wanted them is because uh, they're special, uh, like him and his brother, are like special yokai that control the lightning element. And so he's like, I really need batteries for this thing. So who else should I get? I and so he that. picks the two brothers and uh, 
uh, one of them, uh, the guy that you see, the 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 hippie, he's like, oh, I don't want no part of this anymore. And so he takes off and he continues being a badass and he leaves his brother and his brother's like, oh, well, I want to still do this shit. So the guy's like, all right, we'll step in this machine over here. And so he becomes a battery. Yeah. All right. So then this guy's looking for his brother. Well, um, the Karas is just, you know, doing his job. And the bad guy is trying to make shit happen. And I guess it, it all just kind of slowly but surely just leads up to, um, uh, what's his name? Echo finally being like, all right, everything's ready. I'm going to start fucking murdering bitches now. Yeah. And he he has this where where was it located underground what in the other dimension yeah uh it was underground it was within the city though it wasn't like in another dimension or anything he was just underground so he just unleashes his his mechanical tentacles and starts killing everybody and everybody was like holy shit we're fucking dying like crazy and they start trying to evacuate the city And some people can't evacuate and are forced to, like, go into hiding. And there's, like, a detective that's brought up, but he's just kind of, like, not really that important. Like, Yeah. I mean, they had the detective, and they made it feel like he was going to do something, because he was, like, trying to follow along, like, what was happening in the city, like, why people are suddenly dying and stuff. And, like... Nothing really comes of it. He, he like they keep making it like, oh, dude, he's gonna he's gonna do something someday, but he doesn't do anything. <laughs> doesn't do no, he he shot those bullets, dude. He he, he fired he all of his bullets, bullets at at a fucking yokai, <laughs> um, at a mikura. But um, yeah, there's him, and then there's this old man who's like uh, he's also part of the force. Yeah, and they the old man is part of this like. The X Files. He's pretty much a part of the X Files. Oh god, unit. this guy's the best. <laughs> yeah, so this old man is part of this X Files unit where they look for demons and shit like that. Of course, everybody thinks they're fucking stupid because who believes in demons? Yeah. And so it's headed by this shifty looking motherfucker. That's who like you he's can got tell glasses. From the very he's got beginning. glasses and squinty eyes, and I'm not <laughs> being I'm not making a racist comment. His eyes are fucking squinty. He's got like the slit eyes and everything. He's like, oh, they're, they're oh, always oh, the villains. Oh, oh. Dude, he, and, he looks yeah. like a villain, and you can he tell looks like like, a from villain. the very beginning, like uh this guy is Yeah, and like he he's the one that founded this department uh to go hunt for demons and stuff, and he's just like, Yeah, you know, we look for demons and they never find anything, but you know. And so, yeah, th- this is our cast. We got uh, the uh, the not, you know, villain, and then we got this old man that works for him that never finds anything, and then this uh, detective that, that does never nothing. really does anything at all. And then we also have another character, which is uh, the Christmas girl. Oh yeah, yeah. who uh, just kind of pops up. She every pops up every now and then. I know what she was was like. She was a tool to show that like people love the city no matter what. Yeah. And yeah. she was like this girl that. Um, her and her friend had this job, and uh, what what was the job again? What did was they it do like uh, like yokai in, hunters or something like that? Were they yokai hunters? Yeah, I don't um, remember something like that, like a like a ghost hunters. I guess yeah, ghost hunters. Yeah, yeah. So these girls were like paranormal investigators, and they go into this place and they stumble upon the paranormal finally, 
and uh yeah this uh cucumbers of all things yeah these mikuras are like well we love human blood so they they attack them her friend dies she's saved by karas by the cucumbers uh, yeah by the cucumbers by the cucumbers Mm. and so yeah she (laughs) she ends up quitting her job and then like she pops up like throughout the show with different jobs yeah just odd like, jobs. yeah just random odd jobs and each time she always reaffirms to the detective that like you know i love this city and so yeah like that was just a show like you know that there's always hope and stuff like that it's just that she was just so random and she just yeah. came she just understand. popped up <laughs> yeah so apparently there's like, like all of this means something but i wouldn't have picked it up if i didn't like explicitly read it because apparently the uh-huh. yokai are supposed to like you. You could kind of get it, but uh, anyway, the yokai are supposed to explain or like represent the old traditional Japanese way of living, and yeah. you know all the technology is supposed to represent the new shit and how you know all the new stuff is making everybody forget their traditions and where they come from and blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah I think they partially explain yeah, that. Yeah, I mean you you can you can get it from that, but I feel like. It's uh, the explanation is a lot deeper than that, but uh, I'm just kind of giving you the the gist of it, I guess. I I'm actually I could have sworn there was a scene at the end of Karas, but now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think we saw it last night. What? Like at um, the very end? At the very end, the old man is supposed to be there, right? And he's supposed to be talking. Uh, I forgot about what. It's basically he's just discussing like the yokai. Or maybe he didn't say anything at all. I think it was like someone voicing it over. And it's the old man standing in his own house and he's talking about something. And then he disappears like at the end because he's Oh, dead. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I couldn't remember seeing that when we watched it last night. But I know that's a scene because it's yeah. like now he's a, a spirit as well. Like, yeah. You know, like I... he had always wanted to be in that shit and now he is. Yeah, I, I watched that last night. I remember that. Yeah, but I could have sworn I cut to credits before we got there, so I don't know. Mm. Well, I think that like around that time, everybody was leaving and we were saying bye. Yeah, we might have just skipped over it. No, nobody was leaving. We started watching something else. Never mind. We watched watched, uh, part one of Kizumonogatari. Yeah. Fucking $80 Blu-rays. Fucking shit. Dude, fuck that. I mean, I love I love Monogatari, dude. Shinobu is always going to be the best girl to me, but I'm not paying $80 for fucking part one of three. Yeah. I'll pay $80 for part two, though. That's... Yeah. I, I still have yet to see it. It was fucking great. So anyway, um, there are those characters, and they're all kind of just cooped up in this room. And uh, it turns out that... uh the leader of the paranormal thing is like, all right, now is the time uh, for me to fucking do my shit. And he starts drooling and everybody's like, what's wrong, dude? Are you fucking Well, at first he's like, yeah, we made a deal with um, Echo to keep all of you safe and not dead. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, and I, I worked really hard to not eat anybody and to protect everyone. And they're like, wait, what did you just say? And then, <laughs> and he's, then like, he's like, ah. Yeah, he's like foaming at the mouth and drooling, and and then he turns into this big ass fucking Mikura, yeah, a gigantic fucking Mikura. Yeah, it's a huge Mikura, and like this dude, this detective's initial reaction is to just shoot bullets at him. <laughs> and uh, you you know you would think that bullets would work, but no, it, they're all made of metal. 
They bounced yeah. off his body and most likely hit like innocent yeah, bystanders. They, they, they ricocheted <laughs> and hit somebody in the head or something. They most likely killed some people. So they uh, like everybody starts dispersing and running and going crazy. And then the best scene in the entire movie happens where the old man that was part of the paranormal, you know, crew runs up and he's like, I'll save everybody. And he gets stabbed through the chest. And then uh, the Mikura was like, did you think you could really do anything? And then the old guy's like, I've studied you guys forever. I know everything. And then he opens his coat jackets and there are all these talisman <laughs> around him <laughs> and he gets and then you he, think oh man oh, he's gonna do it dude. Like, shit's gonna happen <laughs> dude this is gonna be fucking amazing and then he gets eaten and then his jacket gets <laughs> spit out <laughs> and then nothing happens and then nothing it's, happens yeah, it's nothing the happens. fucking best you, you think something happens because Amikura's like oh no <laughs> yeah like he gasped like oh shit but nah nothing happened nah he, he was just he was just being a fucking dick and being like oh dude no way <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah at this point in time we kind of skipped it over um Karas is uh Yurine which is uh, Yurines are like they accompany their Karas they're little and they, they they're little girls with ponytails and like big goggles cat and they girls. basically cat, cat girls. girls yes they follow oh, them oh, around you gotta and... specify the fucking cat part yeah yes. you gotta you gotta fucking specify like Gero did to me yes <laughs> um so okay uh all the girls like they they represent like the soul of the city the will of the city Yurine yeah and so Kadas is um, like they they're controlled by their urine, like because their souls are separated from their physical bodies and their physical bodies are put in like a stasis so that they're just kind of there and they can be separated from it. Their souls are put into this little like watch looking thing, pocket watch looking thing, and yeah. it's connected to the sword of the Karas. And so what it works is like urine has to give Karas permission to unsheath their sword and to actually do things. Yeah. And um, what happens is during one of the battles, um, the they were Mikura, at a hospital. Yes, they were at a hospital, and Kadis is like, "All right, I gotta kill this pretend nurse that's like murdering people horrifically." And um, halfway through the battle, Yurin is like, "Oh shit!" And she finds out that um, it was actually a uh, just like a trap, and uh, there was a bunch of Mikura, or there was one Mikura headed towards. Um, another city or another building that had um wait you're, his... yeah actually we completely skipped over this because this is what starts yeah. the this is where the battle. plot actually this begins. is where the so plot up starts. until this you didn't know what the fuck akadis was or <laughs> who, why yurine followed them around so yeah so yurine is like yeah we're fucked and um so Karas is fighting the spider lady, and then she's just like, oh, well, we tricked you. And then he's like, all right, I got a jet. And then he turns into a jet. <laughs> and then he fucking, he fucking flies out of the building, and he's like, I got to go fucking stop this dude. And um, this dude's like, he wears like a trench coat, and he has a super long neck and stuff. My favorite part was um, this dude shows up into this building, right? And this building is housing Karas's physical body. Um, so he walks into this building and these ladies that are like these the nurses, nurses or whatever, these two nurses, cause it's like another hospital, but it's like just a smaller clinic. And, um, these two nurses are with flashlights. there, walking through the, the completely dark hallways for some reason. 
and they see this dude literally like phase in from the bottom of the floor. Yeah. And he's just standing there and they're just holding the the, the um their flashlights flash to him. And, and like... you'd figure like they'd book it or something. But no, they're like, sir, you're not supposed you're to not be supposed here. You're not supposed to be in here. Yeah. They see this then, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then his his neck extends and like their flashlight just follows like his actions. And so I can only assume like at that point they were still just just looking at him directly, like, what is sir, it? sir, why are you here? Sir, sir, you, sir, you, need, can't sir, be you here, don't sir. belong in you, sir. It is past the visitation uh, hour. Sir, sir, I can't let you bring those blades inside this hospital. That's dangerous. Sir, sir, please, yeah, sir. Yeah, we, we need security. So, yeah, this dude just kills the girls, it chases them down and stuff, and uh, or he's about to, and then Kados comes crashing through the building because because of anime time, and he managed to make it. Um, unfortunately he didn't make it in that much time and they managed to, uh, to, uh, you know, corner him. And so now he's got to protect his body and he's like, all right, I did it. We're, we're safe. And then the lady that he was fighting in the other hospital is like, oh, well it was a double trap. And, uh, she catches Yurine and then, uh, she essentially kills Yurine. Yeah. She, she, uh, uh, she dices her through the fence. Yeah, no, she pulls her through and she's still alive. But what she does is uh, she sticks her little strand, spider strand things, like all throughout her body and pretty much suffocates her and then drags her away. Yeah. So that's the end of that Yurine. And without Yurine, Kata so loses his abilities. He's just so he turns shock. back into, yeah, he turns into a normal human being. And then you're like, well, what now? And then you're kind of like, well, what's going to happen at this point? Well, now we have a flashback, kind of. And it goes back to uh, who Karas was. And he was like a mob. He was part of the the Yakuza. And yeah. so, like, we see him, like, killing people and saving some kid and stuff. And then they're all talking and everything. And then he, uh, it was something about him and, like, the mob boss's son that were, like, going to run away together because they were, like, kind of, they had sexual tension between them. Yeah, it wasn't, he was the mob boss's son, but, like, he yes. was with his best friend. And, yeah, there was high there was sexual tension. There was heavy sexual tension. Like, between, like God yeah. damn, they're really good friends. They, they really <laughs> wanted to fuck, dude. And they were planning on running away together out of dude, Japan. Dude, so they, they, they really wanted to fuck. Like, <laughs> it's not even, like, oh, they were gay. No, like, there was genuine sexual tension. This is him and Johnny on Bosch, right? Yeah, this is him and Jenny Young Bosch, like yeah. just just really wanting to get at it, <laughs> and so um, he ends up getting fucked over by his own brother, who is the mob boss. And uh, then you see, this is when it transitions from a uh, from a flashback to the current thing. You just see him like he busts into a casino and just starts wailing on people. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, what the fuck's happening? Where did he get the sword? This is kind of cool. I, I wonder how he became Kadas and. And then, like, the brother shows up, and he's just like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm your brother dad, and <laughs> your mom should have died. Your mom should have uh, died, and I should have flushed you down the toilet. Yeah, yeah, he didn't blame anything on the ancestors or anything on himself. He was just like, yeah, I had sex with my mom, and yeah, you came out, just, and I blame everything on you. He's like, fault. I blame it all on you for having no uh, <laughs> no uh, sense of uh, pain and being yeah. a very efficient killer. And so he's just like he points his sword at him. He's like, "You're not gonna kill me." And uh, and then he, he fucking he slices his arm off. And then I'm pretty sure he killed him because he took a few more slashes. Yeah. And yeah. then you're like, "Oh, they're gonna light him up with bullets?" But nah, dude, they don't use guns. They shoot like four rockets at his ass with <laughs> RPG launchers. And you're like, "Holy shit, dude! This is some overkill." And then all of a sudden, this is when you realize it's not a flashback. 
the girl caught us that's been watching them shows up and fucking flies them out of the area and she's like hey remember me and then i was like oh this isn't a flashback and uh then she brings them up to the top of the building yurine is there and it's her yurine and she's like yeah your yurine is dead but she's not dead yeah then sometime around here you learn that not everybody can be a Karas. Only those who know true suffering can be a Karas. Which is pretty, pretty. Or, you know, no, true human, true sorrow, not suffering. True, true human, human sorrow. sorrow. Yeah. But like that's such a broad like uh, requirement. I mean, that's I don't, not. I don't know. Being an incest child, getting your boyfriend killed. No, yeah. I mean, but there, <laughs> like a shitload of people could be Karas with that logic. But then again, I guess yeah. there are a shitload of Karas. I mean, there is quite a few Karas's. All and the otakus. Another All weird the thing that they didn't explain was that Karas, like when he's in the yokai world, he's like a doctor. They call him Dr. Yeah. Karas. Where did he earn his medical license? He was a fucking Yakuza assassin, and now he's a fucking doctor. Dude, he sliced yeah. up those, those fucking classes. <laughs> with like with expert precision. <laughs> he got his PhD in the spirit world. I guess so, but yeah, like going back from there. Um, he's like, all right, so I got to figure this out. And so now um, we can skip back to that scene when they're all in that room together in a subway. And the guy that was totally not a bad guy turns into a demon. Kadas is <laughs> totally in that building with him. Kadas <laughs> is in that building with him. And he's like, well, fuck. And, and somehow they managed to make it to um, the, the, the the roof bubble. area. Yeah. Like, they get back onto the surface. And uh, this little girl is like, oh, look, it's Ka- it's the dude. And she starts running towards him. He's like, no, 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 get the fuck away. And at this and point, I thought we're going to we're going to see a little girl die. And I was like, Mike, yeah. why? <laughs> <laughs> and no, um, the demon just comes, you know, rushing through the entrance thing. And he's like, oh, Karas. And then he's like making fun of him for not having power. And so they start fighting. And, you know, he actually holds his own pretty well. For yeah, a for some, some a regular ass guy. Yeah. yeah, and so then all of a sudden he uses like I guess what little power he had left to deflect like some big fireball, and uh, like he gets really fucked up from defecting that blow. Yeah. So like he uses what little power he has, and then he awakens the sword or whatever, and he manages to save everybody behind him. But his arm gets blown off, his ear gets yeah. blown off, and he gets glass in both of his <laughs> eyes. In both of his Jesus fucking eyes. Christ. God. Oh, God. my yeah. God. And he doesn't say shit. He's just there like, all right. And all and this then, looks fucking great, by the way. It, it was yeah. beautiful. And so, yeah. like, he starts slumping over, like, onto the blade. And, like, there's just blood pouring out of this man. This man has so much blood. Uh, yeah. So much fucking can't... blood. Here's the thing that they point out. He can't sense pain. Yeah, he yeah. can't feel pain. So he's just there like, oh, I'm pretty fucked up right now. I wonder what's going like, to happen like, when he, all this he, blood he actually, goes Yeah, like he touches his chest and he's looking at the blood like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Not and, this again. <laughs> yeah, and so he's like barely conscious. And the dude's like, all right, I'm going to finish you off. He's like, I don't know how the fuck you did that, but I got to kill you now. And um, as, he, as he collapses onto what is coincidentally the center of the city inside of a symbol that's like in the center of the city yeah um he somehow manages to i guess gain the will of the city the power of perseverance the power of perseverance he recreates a new yurine <laughs> from himself and uh you only you know, don't forget the cats oh, i'm Mike. sorry okay here okay so <laughs> he's fallen on the ground and then the symbol begins to glow and you're like oh shit you know it's uh, that thing i was waiting to happen <laughs> 
and like fucking 20 white cats come out and they come rushing around the circle and they're just like a there. perfect circle a perfect cat circle and then they meow <laughs> once and then the circle glows even brighter and then from this Yurine is born from his body and then the phoenix girl and like all the other goddesses are watching and then she's like oh look that's the first time a Yurine has come out from a person <laughs> and um so yeah Yurine shows up she puts a shield around his body and then the new Karas bodies form, and it's like adjacent to him. Yeah. And the swords between the two of them. And that scene was fucking, it looked great. Like, I fucking love the way that looked. Yeah. So he slouched over on the sword, and uh, or like right next to the sword. And then he reaches his hand out towards it. And then the Karas body does the same exact thing. It mirrors for it. And then it does like a switch. So the guy passes out, and then he takes over the, the Karas body. And then, you know, he takes his sword out and then he's the new Kadas. And there's no countdown. He doesn't need that anymore. No, he doesn't need the countdown anymore. No way. Now he, count, you know, he counts himself down now. He counts himself <laughs> down. And then, you know, you you see the little crow thing because he's the crow motif. And then oh, uh, so the dude's like, oh, fuck. And uh, then he fucking destroys the, the demon. Yeah. Yeah. And then the real fight starts. Yeah, then uh, the Echo, the the main dude's like, well, I'm Karas too. And, (laughs) uh, yeah. I'm fucking Dragon. What are you, some kind of stupid crow? It's weird. He just, like, like, he has these tentacle things, right? And then he shows up and he's like, I summoned the white dragon. And I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) And then you're like, what the fuck is that? And all the tentacles, like, they pull up a a train. A fucking And, like, they they surround a subway train. And then the tentacles, like, wrap around it. And then, like, it turns into, like, a dragon head. And then I was like, okay. And then he, he goes to the tip of the dragon head. And, and he, he becomes the, it. he fuses with it, so he's like a super Karas, and <laughs> he's just there with his white dragon. I was like, all right, and <laughs> so this battle ensues, and um, the Phoenix girl is there again on the side, and again, all the Karas from around the area are just fucking they're standing just fucking there. watching. They're just watching. They don't do shit except for this Phoenix girl. And the only reason she goes is because she's like, ah, oh, yeah, I want to join. And her Yurini is like, you're going to fucking die. And she's like, nah, I'll be fine. And she's like, you know what? Fine. Try just, it. And then she goes it. in there with her fucking thing and she, she gets her ass handed to her. Yeah. And she's like, don't worry. I'm a Phoenix. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah, she shows up and uh, she doesn't do much. She just kind of. She gets fucked and then she leaves. She's like, "All right, I, I, you were right. I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah, and um, so like midway through the fight, Kadas is like, "I gotta, you know, cut the energy off from this fucking dragon thing." So he he goes underground and he finds this dome, and uh, the dome is like the big energy thing, and um, he finds uh, the hippie guy who's been reverted back to his demon form. And he's being forced to serve as, like, another part of the battery. So he uses his sword and stuff, and he rips him out. And then you find out Kadas has, like, a fucking extendo chain thing. And (laughs) he pulls both of them out. And I was like, all right, new powers. (laughs) And so he pulls the, the guy out, the hippie guy, and then he turns back into a human. And he's like, uh, yeah. That's dude. (laughs) Yeah, and like he has like this gaping hole in his chest, I guess, because he wasn't fully changed or something. Yeah. So, yeah. They killed him. 
Yeah. And then he, yeah, and then he dies, and then he's like, uh, "Go fucking kill my brother," because he doesn't want to do this anymore. So he goes and kills his brother, and then the energy is cut from the fucking machine thing, and the guy's like, "Well, I gotta only have two feet now," and so uh, he goes back to just being his Karas thing. And mind you, this entire time, this is another thing that we kind of, um, this dude Echo. Again, you need a Yurine to become Karas. This yeah. dude fell in love with Yurine. And um, he fell in love with her. And so he decided in order to continue protecting the city, which he had been protecting since around the Edo period. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He uh, he puts her in this like uh, stasis chamber thing and he puts her to sleep. And she's just like there forever. She's alive, but not conscious. So he's able to maintain staying Karas because she's still alive. And yeah. um, he had seen... It was a very short comment or whatever, but he saw the city as his father and he saw Yurine as his mother. Yeah. So the whole point of... Like, his entire motivation was his Oedipus complex. He wanted yeah. to fuck his mom. <clears throat> of course. Yeah. I mean, Yurine is pretty cute, but, you know, I mean, she's the city. Isn't that the, <laughs> isn't that the point of all anime to, to want to fuck your mom? I, no. I mean, I, or, I guess. Or fuck the city. Or fuck I mean, the that city, was uh, yeah. that was the whole point of Gundam Build Fighters. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the power goes down. The dude loses his giant dragon, and he's like, "All right, Karas, we must do battle." And so they fight. They turn into jets, and they're flying around each other. And they're like, "This is fucking useless." <laughs> and so they go back to their human forms and then they have this like standoff thing. And then they do another thing that they didn't do the rest of the fucking show. Karas raises his sword and it fucking like he gives it it's like his Bankai release or something. <laughs> and it like it extends outwards. And, and at it this looks, point I was like, damn, that's fucking badass. That bad guy is not gonna stand a chance. He can't possibly have his own Bankai. And then he does <laughs> the exact, he does the exact same, same thing. thing. And then he he unlocks his sword and he's like, we must do glorious battle. <laughs> and again, all the goddesses are watching because they got to keep reminding you that they're there because they're not doing anything. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, they have a fight with each other. And uh, the dude's like, I'm the only Karas that this place needs. And, uh, you know, fucking uh, humans suck. That, that's pretty much what his entire argument came down to. And yeah. he's, he's not wrong. But, he's not know, wrong, but, but I mean, right. he's not right. Yeah. So they fight, and uh, he ends up beating the guy in just like a few hits, and then the guy starts turning into Ash because uh, that guy is old as fuck and should not have been old. that old. He should yeah. not have been that old, so his body just starts turning into Ash. Except and that was about leg. it. And then the story Except is for over, his leg. and uh, you know, lightning doesn't exist in uh, that place anymore or something. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, it just does this, like, after thing where it's, like, it goes back to the detective and, like, his girlfriend. And they're they're like, like, we're going to go far away because the magic's not in this town anymore because the yokai stopped showing themselves completely. But it's, like, I mean, they're still there. It's just, I mean, yeah. yeah. And um, so, yeah, like, I guess it was to show that, like, the people had completely cut off their ties with the old world or something. So, like, the yokai and the people are completely separated. And so they're leaving or whatever, and then on the train, uh, they they all the people in the show start receiving a black feather, and then like Karas is just standing there in the distance, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm still here, taking care of the town. Take this, yeah. fuckers." 
<laughs> and yeah, then the last scene is just like the old man. And I could have sworn he was talking about how like eventually the ties with the people in the yokai will be repaired enough to the point that they'll be able to see one another. And then sort he of. starts like fading away. Yeah, I don't sort of. Seeing that. Yeah, it, it happened like before the detective left, uh, yeah. left the city. Did it? Yeah. He's just like. He's just like, well, I'm an old man and I'm a ghost. Later. <laughs> Do you get the symbolism? Do you get it? <laughs> Do you get the symbolism? I mean, yeah, like there was symbolism. Like yeah. the whole thing with the guy seeing the city as his father and then his mom yeah. is Yurine. Um, I don't... Nuni was wondering about um, Yurine's uh, goggles, like how one eye was open and one eye was closed. I don't no. know if that represented anything or if it was just to look punkish. Well, I, I assume that uh, that the closed eye with the tear represented human sorrow and the star represented a star. And, you know, it just, <laughs> it just looks cool. That's, yeah, that's, oh. He was trying to make sense of it, but I was like, no, no, you're just drunk. Oh, did y'all know that uh, all the billboards in writing, like, it's jumbled language? And like they, really? they, yeah, they grab like like uh, Chinese and Japanese and and other Asian characters here and there, and just like and, smushed like, it together. Oh yeah, my God. just like smushed it. Okay, Juan, did you watch this dubbed this time around? Yes. Okay, the part where the dude with the long neck goes into the thing. There's a part where he's talking to Kadas, and it has the Japanese subs on the side. Oh did yeah, you understand yeah, yeah. Anything yeah. he fucking says, sort of. I was trying really hard to hear, and <laughs> I would only hear his words like every now and then. Like yeah. I would hear tidbits. Everything else was like. Yeah. They, I was they like, expect you to understand he what he says, and I mean, you yeah, get some of it. Yeah. All I heard is Kara's. I was like, what? Like, it's talking about Kara's. Yeah, like, every now and then he would say, like, I would hear an English word. And, like, and even, then every, the rest of it was just metallic jumble. If even, yeah. if even the Japanese version had subs right there next to it, you would assume that maybe the English version would have them. But no, it's just... No. No. <laughs> so you were just like, well, all right. Yeah, I was yeah. sitting there like, what the fuck is he saying? And we'd ask around and we'd be like, do you know what the fuck he's saying? And everybody would be like, what are you talking about? The subs are right there. <laughs> we had someone get close to the TV to listen and they could, I think it was Kyle. Kyle got close to the TV and he still couldn't understand what the guy was fucking well, saying. Well, here, here's the stupid thing. Like when they do the flashbacks, they then they use the normal voice for that guy. Yeah. Which guy? Uh, that that robot guy. Oh yeah. Like one know, of the flashbacks. It's just like one second of flashback, and it's just like, well, that's all you need to know. <laughs> that's that's all he said. It was it was so weird. Like I was like, I don't understand this guy. This is like he like represents the show itself, and then I'm confused, <laughs> and it's trying to tell me what's going on, but I just don't understand. And most of the voices in the sub were pretty good. The only ones that I feel like didn't suit the character was um Echo. Echo whenever he was like, I'm crazy. And uh Yurine, whenever she was like Yurine talking. had a very unfitting voice because like she's, she's like she's I understand little, she was supposed to sound like, like a goddess. She's supposed, she to, supposed sound to sound like, like refined. You know, a yeah. stoic it, woman. So are you talking about the Japanese dub or the English dub? The, the English dub. Uh, Speaking uh, of the Japanese version, I actually heard that there was a lot of issues that they had with the Japanese sub. Like really? a lot of people said that um, the voice actors for the Japanese version just didn't hit the mark, and that like it felt like they just couldn't get into character. Hmm. Uh, I, I kind of like the English sub. 
I like it. The English dude was it was pretty good. It's just like the main reason we, I just, I, we put it in English yeah. was because Michael's like, Nuni, you know there's an English dub for this. Or I think Mike no. I didn't bring that. Gabriel up. was like, Nuni, you know there's an English dub for this, and I was like, What? You mean I don't have to completely pay attention to this to <laughs> <laughs> to the watch it? And he was like, Yeah. So then after episode one we put it in uh English. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen it in both, but I can't really rem- like I I I can yeah. remember how the show was. I just don't remember how it sounded. Mm. I kind of like Echo's voice in, in Japan, English, or yeah. Japanese. No, in, in English, English. He was, okay he was okay when he was talking like a somber and he was being mysterious and quiet. My issue was when he would try to emote and be like, "I'm a villain," and then he his voice was just he had no range for that. Yeah, he he was using these and those too. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is from the Edo period. True. It makes Um, sense. uh, The spider lady's voice, isn't that Mary Elizabeth McGlynn? I honestly did not pay attention to the spider lady's voice. All all that I can tell you is that Johnny Ambosh is a little gay boy. (laughs) (laughs) He's a little gay boy. A little gay Yakuza boy. He's the best uh, gay boy. (laughs) He's the best gay boy. Mary it was Elizabeth just it, like, yes, yes. Like yes, that whole yeah. flashback scene where he's like, "You came for me," and he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "God <laughs> damn, dude!" <laughs> and then he's like, and then like, "I know. Let's go to New Zealand together. Let's, let's go to hide. New Zealand together. Just you dude. and me. Just you and me together forever." And he's like, and, "Yeah." And they masked it. They masked the gayness by calling him like, saying that they're brother, quote unquote. Yeah, they're like, they, yeah, you and me were brothers. I'm like, I think you're more than brothers. <laughs> they do that I a really lot. I really feel in like that localization. Yeah, yeah, they do actually. Dude, we're, a we're funny bros. story is, I think I told Noonie before. Uh, Juan, have you ever heard of a cartoon called uh, Martin Mystery? No. It was uh, made by the same studio that made Totally um, Spies. Totally Spies. Oh. So Martin Mystery was kind of like Scooby-Doo with more tech, and it was about um, a caveman, this dude, and uh, his sister. And yeah. you see, the original version was based off of a comic, I believe, and his sister was actually his girlfriend. And uh-huh. so when the studio adapted it to a cartoon, they, I guess, forgot or just chose not to um, like remove any of the heavy sexual tension between him and his and his girlfriend. Oh my and God. not just tension, but like just outright flirting. And so, like, I watched this show, and that was like my first exposure to it. And then later on, I found out like you know the original and stuff. And so, like, throughout the show, you'd be like, "Man, she really wants to fuck her brother," <laughs> and like he really wants to fuck his sister. And then later on, I was I, I looked it up, and then I found out like yeah, they were actually brother and sister, but the studio that adapted this was too fucking lazy to remove <laughs> any of the tension, and it's kind of like a Ben Ten situation because that was actually the same case because um Gwen from Ben Ten uh, was cast as his cousin, and in the um, initial planning phases, she was actually supposed to be like just a friend of his, hmm. which explains a lot of things in that show if you'd seen it. Uh- uh, yeah, I've seen the, some of it. Uh, yeah, if you see all of it, you'd be like, damn, this is... Yeah. Some <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. I mean, even as a kid watching it, the first thing I thought was like, I wonder if there's porn of them fucking. <laughs> at the time, there wasn't that much, but over the years, like the amount that they pumped out for that show was ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It and is. they're still doing it. And the show's not even going on anymore. Well, it is, but, you know. 
that's, but it, it that's besides the point. Going yeah. back to this and leaving the, the yeah, comments. going going back to wanting to fuck your your mother instead of your sister. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Carlos's design. Holy shit. It was beautiful. I love Kyle's yeah. yeah, design. It, if it was, I had, it was great. If I had the body, I would have cosplayed that. But you it, it looks, body, it looks really good. Like it looks, it looks really it's good. It's fucking great. Freaking Batman and the Crow mixed together. Dude, I mean, <laughs> his character itself was pretty much the Batman and the Crow put together. Yeah, well, well, that's what the director w- wanted. Was he was like, for, I mean, he did yeah, a good job. Yeah, he said that he he like Kairos is supposed to be a mix between the Crow and Batman. It it works really well. He he did a good job of that. Yeah. Yes. Like I love designs like that. And then like it really fits like the Toku genre in general too. It's like, you know, everybody's got suits and stuff. It it, yeah. it was it was good. I, I love the designs for the show. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think of the music? Because I will be honest, I didn't really pay attention to it. Yeah, I feel like the music wasn't a big thing in the show. Um, but I guess it added to the action yeah, and stuff. It, added it felt the... like very stock music, but by no means was it bad music. I mean, uh, it, yeah. it fit the role it was supposed to, but it there... wasn't. It didn't stand out. Like I can't be like, oh man, I'd listen to that track all day. There was only yeah. one that stood out to me, and I can't even tell you where it was or what scene it was. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I like this song. Was it the closing? No, the closing. I was like, holy shit, this is pretty dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was alright. I, I, yeah, I liked it. We already went over the animation. It's fucking. Oh, look, here's a here's a close up of Karis's or his backside Ooh. anyway. But look oh, at is that, that figure. It's, yeah, um, they've had Holy figures shit. that have yeah, been they, before. I don't figures. know if they're still around. But oh. just look at that though. Look at look at the detail. Look at the behind it. It's got the feathers coming out. Yeah, there. it's fucking beautiful. I would really like the design the of him was amazing. Yeah, like it, it was just great. Like Phoenix I said, girl, I really didn't like her, but it looks yeah. it looks pretty cool. Dragon guy, yeah. He he looked bad, but I think because he had modified himself, like he yeah. made his original suit look different. So yeah. I don't know if it would look. It would probably look better if it hadn't been changed. Yeah. But no, Kadas. He was. He looked sleek and he looked really good. Like he was. He was a guy in armor. It looked really fucking good. Oh yeah, and the feathered things turn into freaking wings. Yes. Mm-hmm. The feathers in his necks. Next, it's just it was a his, his neck. He's got multiple necks. <laughs> ne- multiple necks, dude. That's where all the blood came from. <laughs> all right, so watching this a second time slash third time, what did you guys? How do you feel about it? Um, it's rewatchable. It's <laughs> very rewatchable because there's very little to that you need to understand to get through the show. Yeah, well, there's. Very little that you get need to understand, but they don't tell you anything either. Yeah, so like confused. they're not gonna tell you shit. So I mean, you could just keep going through it and then not give a fuck. Like that was the weirdest shit. They'd use like a transmutation circle and then they turn nah, into that a was fucking yeah. coolest shit. And, that dude, was it, it was cool. cool how quick they did it. It was like a I quick like, change thing. Like oh, magic circle, and then he just I like jumps. The noise that it makes. Yeah. I like the noise that it makes. It's like bing bing, and then just like changes. Yeah, um, but that it was it that, was weird that they could shoot at each other though. Like yeah. they, they had guns. But but that that brings up a question. Like if that uh, if Echo was a Kara since the Edo period, did they also change into airplanes and cars? Maybe he turned what? into something else. Dude, he turned, he turned into, into a carriage. He turned into a kite. Dude. Nah, they turned into <laughs> a hot air balloon. <laughs> and they just changed over the years. <laughs> That, those are those are questions we don't ask one. Well, I mean, okay. I guess he turned into a dragon, right? 
Like that's I mean, the real dragon. That makes Maybe sense. he turned into an actual dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god damn! Look at that. So many Kados figures. I'll, uh, I guess I'll send all the. I'll put all the links in this in the description so people can be like, "Oh, I want a fucking two. Just like, uh, <laughs> dude, he's such Juan. a good design, dude. <laughs> like, it's we're such all, a good design. We're all that gay yakuza boy on the inside. We're all dude, Johnny Yambash on the inside. Like, there is no <laughs> way someone can say they were not gonna fuck each other. <laughs> like, you cannot say, "Oh no, they weren't gay. They're were just best friends." Like, nah, that goes beyond being friends or brothers. All right. I don't know. So, <laughs> would you guys recommend this for people? Yes. Yeah, but like, tell them, hey, don't don't expect don't anything. This. Don't yeah, expect don't, a crazy story. And yeah, and don't don't be too serious about it. Just just yeah. watch it. Just and if you're confused, if you're confused, just just sit back and uh, just, just relax. Dude, just just fucking enjoy it. Just. Like like I did, just sit open a beer and stop asking questions. Even though I kept asking questions, I should just <laughs> like I if just someone's not big. If someone's big on uh, Plot? shonen shows, As- oh, yeah, on, yeah, like yeah. action shows, I would heavily suggest this. But Dude. what if they want a, a rom com? Like, oh, they're not getting <laughs> it from this. Oh look, Juan, here's a look. Oh. Cosplay. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's it's yeah, it's pretty good. I don't like the helmet. Okay. No, nah, the, helm- the helmet is the helmet is fucked up. But you know he did his best. He did his best, and that I will commend him. He gets a he gets a B plus for effort. <laughs> B plus. Yeah. Can't hey, the, that, uh, they they actually it's the same dude. He uh he had his friend dress up as Yurine. Oh really? That's yeah. cool. Is she is she like twelve or whatever? No, she's taller than him. <laughs> <laughs> this makes no sense. Uh. <laughs> yeah. she's, she's taller. My than God! Him. All right, Mike. All right, Juan. When uh-huh. you do your cosplay, you're gonna make Mondo dress up as Yudina, oh, and it'll fit yeah. perfectly. It'll fit perfectly with his little brown skin and everything. <laughs> All right. It's good. All right. Um. I don't. L- l- I just want to keep up the tradition of not rating these because uh, I'd rather, yeah, because okay. I'd rather just t- just say if it's good or if you'd recommend it. We'll, hmm. we'll we'll leave all that other shit for the other show. Yeah, yeah. So is it good? The animation's fucking amazing. Goddamn. And um, I think it's just you know, okay. Yeah. It's just okay enough. I I don't know like I I think it's really good like Shit. not story wise it's it's not gonna it's not gonna win any awards on the writing Mm-mm. um but it's visually stunning and I've watched it like four times. Well, I'm yeah. seeing all the fucking images you're posting on the fucking chat over here. You're obviously in love with this man, dude. This Gosh, dude is yeah. fucking amazing. I love I love. I'm not saying suits. it's not. I'm just saying. You have way too many pictures. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you you obviously have a tab open right now, and you're just constantly searching. Yes, um, but yeah, no, like like I said, it's 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 pretty good. I I enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. I'll probably watch it again in a few years. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, once I forget, be like, hey, cars exist. Let me watch it. Oh, I'm confused again. Yeah, let's let's see how it looks when we're fucking forty, and we'll be like, boy, animation sure hasn't progressed at all. <laughs> boy, this still <laughs> looks better than fucking everything else. This sure looks a lot better than uh, Berserk. <laughs> yeah, <Anyway>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy 
Holy shit. That... I gave that show like two episodes and I was just like, I can't do well, this. Well, the movie is pretty pretty good because it, it Wait, stays did, consistent. Did you and Juan finally, or did you and Mondo finally see the movie? Nope. What? We the... forgot. We also forgot to make cookies. <laughs> we've been Not saying that we've been saying we we're gonna make cookies for like the past uh, month. three weeks now <laughs> the past month <laughs> yeah all right well let's wrap this show up if you guys have any suggestions for anything if you want to tell us what the fuck to watch or if you want to tell us to shut the fuck up you can just email <laughs> us at mbtpodcast at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook uh, facebook.com forward slash mbt podcast or on the twitters we are at magical broadcast uh, well i'll put all the links and stuff in the description and um we'll see what happens next time i have some ideas but we'll you know float them around to each other and eventually i for sure at the end of this month we're going to be doing a compare and contrast to from ghost in the show the the two movies <laughs> to to the live action movie that's coming out later this so, month so do y'all want me to go with it to Rio or we'll, we'll either go with you or you come with us we'll figure it out alright yeah we, we might go to you since it might be easier yeah I'll just we'll just get Mike drunk or yeah, we'll, really drunk nah we'll fucking we're gonna sedate Mike and we're just <laughs> gonna we're gonna carry him to the movie <laughs> And we're, we're gonna force him to sit through it. Yeah, yeah. Have to. Mike, have you heard the, the the music to it? No. Uh, the the shelling sequence. I think it's it's pretty cool. I like it, but I don't know. I thought you heard it. All right. I'll uh, I'll, I'll give it a listen. I'll show it to you after the podcast. Okay. God damn it! <laughs> All so these fucking that. pictures. That one looks good. That, that one, one does look good. The cost- Oh, that is a cosplay. Holy shit, that is pretty that good. That is pretty good. Anyway, this we'll see you guys one. whenever we see you guys. You guys <laughs> say bye-bye. Bye-bye.